Have you tried herbs, sleeping pills, breathing, meditation, absolutely everything and anything to help with your insomnia and nothing has worked? Hello, my successful and healthy earthlings. Mihaela Ragush here, naturopath and founder of the Natural Health Podcast. Today, I will share with you the number one protocol that is unspoken about and can help you with your insomnia. I'm going to talk about today what is insomnia. Then I'm going to go into details about the unused protocol and I'm going to give you three tips for you to overcome your insomnia. And at the end, I'm going to give you the opportunity to join a health and success oriented community by clicking below and joining the newsletter. Welcome to the Natural Podcast, where we bring awareness to sustainable health in the business hustle space. Natural Podcast is perfect for the high-performing, business-minded individuals who want to work with their biochemistry to achieve success and optimal health. It's Mondays with Mahela. That's right, me. Thank you so much for tuning in. Absolutely love, 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 and appreciate your support. I'm here on Mondays to provide you with simple, savvy, and sustainable health hacks to optimize your health. In this episode today, I'm going to be talking about insomnia. That's right. Sleeping issues are so prevalent here in Australia and all around the world. If you don't have any sleep issues, I'm sure that you know at least one person that has sleep issues, in particular insomnia. So that's why I thought I will do this episode podcast specific on this and talking about a protocol that is not used widely that can actually help insomnia and has been proven in scientific literature. But before we get into that, let's go into detail and talk about insomnia. What is insomnia? So chronic insomnia disorder is broadly defined as a perceived difficulty with sleep initiation consolidation, duration or quality despite adequate opportunities to sleep, plus subsequent daytime impairment that occurs at least three times per week, lasting for at least three months. So this is something that has to be ongoing. It's not just for one whole week you don't sleep well. It's not just insomnia is quite in depth. It has these has to for be for you to be identified as insomnia, it has to happen for at least the minimum of three months. And at least in those three months, three times a week. And most individuals go, well, that's not an issue, Mahela. I've had it for years, every single day. And that is a huge issue. Sleep problems remain prevalent across the community, irrespective of age, gender. Around 60% of people report at least one sleep symptoms during three or more times per week. And this is consistent across all age group. So it's not just the elderly that can't sleep or the kids that can't sleep. It is old age groups that can't can't sleep or have issues. However, the types of symptoms vary with age. Older people are more likely to have difficulty maintaining sleep, while younger people have trouble falling asleep. Insomnia is the number one sleeping disorder which contributes to the $66.3 billion cost of poor sleep in Australia, and this is statistics in 2017. Imagine what it is now. Insomnia has been associated with increased risk of hypertension, coronary heart disease, heart failure, cardiovascular mortality, impaired glucose metabolism and diabetes, okay? So we can see that insomnia impacts us on a large basis. So think about this, right? If you're at home and you go to sleep that night, you can't sleep, you're a business business owner, 
you wake up in the morning or even you just get out of bed, it's not even about waking up, you cannot perform the task that you're given that you're that you're meant to be produ- pro- producing, being productive. You can't complete it. Not only that, you're moody, so you crack it at your team. That you hurt those relationships. You get angry at your clients. You hurt those relationships. You get angry at your your, your family, your partner, your immediate family. You, you you hurt those relationships, and you're hurting the relationships with yourself. So that one day is, I wouldn't say wasted, but it is hurt because. You are not you. If you don't sleep, you can't be you because you're not rested, you're not energized, you're not being the best version of yourself. There's actually a study, and I can't quote it right now, but it was a study done about police officers, and the police officers that didn't sleep that well, they were more cranky, and they were uh, angrier at the community. So the science says it too. It's not just, you know, your, your experience. I mean, any individual that you know that doesn't sleep, they're like, oh, I didn't get a good night's sleep. I'm cranky. Oh, I didn't get a good night's sleep. So they have an argument or something doesn't go right. They make a little mistake. Imagine making a little mistake in your business due to not having sleep. This is costing Australian businesses millions and billions of dollars not sleeping well and not having that sleep. But not only that, so I spoke about the financial part. I'm talking about your health. If you're not sleeping, I've spoken about so many of my episodes, how important sleep is. Click on those, watch those episodes because I go into sleep how important that is. As I've said here, it impacts your heart. It impacts your cardiovascular mortality, directly linked to mortality, right? You're not sleeping, directly linked to diabetes, glucose metabolism, obesity, depression, anxiety, all mental health disorders can be directly linked to sleep. So if you want to be a well-rounded business professional, healthy and successful, you need to sleep. Okay. So let's look at the unspoken insomnia protocol. What am I talking about here? I am talking about, are you ready for a drum roll? Cognitive behavioral therapy for insomnia. Yes, there's CBT specifically for insomnia. It is not spoken about. It needs to be pushed out more and it needs to be taken advantage of. What is it? In short, it is a structural and evidence-based approach to combating the frustrating types of insomnia. CBTI focuses on exploring the connection between the way we think, the things we do, and how we sleep. During treatment, a trained CBTI provider helps to identify thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that are contributing to the symptoms of insomnia. Thoughts and feelings about sleep are examined and tested to see if they're accurate, while behavior are examined to determine the top they promote sleep. A provider will then clarify and reframe misconceptions and challenges in a way that is more conductive to restful sleep. So essentially, you know, sleep issues may be due to our biology, but it also may be due to our psychology, right? Or it may be a combination of both. But if we're addressing both, that's when we get the most results. The CBTI takes about six to eight sessions, depending on the individual, depending how open they are, depending how well they maintain the structure. It totally depends. So the question is, how many Aussies do actually use CBTI at the moment, right? Cognitive behavioral therapy from a healthcare professional was low, with 6.8% of those with no insomnia using it, and 8.7% of those who met the insomnia criteria using CBTI fewer a few nights uh, or more. Okay, so 
For people who have insomnia, only eight, nearly eight, nine percent are using it. People who don't have insomnia or don't qualify to having that insomnia, uh, about seven percent of them are using this protocol. So not many Aussies are making news about this unspoken protocol for insomnia. But how does CBTI work? Right, let's go into it. So do a bit of research about it and see how it actually works. So the way it works is one way is cognitive restructuring. And this is the whole framework about cognitive behavioral therapy, which is so interesting. I find it absolutely amusing. In people with insomnia, inaccurate or dysfunctional thoughts about sleep may lead to behaviors that make sleep more difficult, which can reinforce the dysfunctional thoughts. For example, Prior experiences of insomnia may lead to worry about falling asleep. This worry may lead to spending excessive time in bed, trying to fall asleep. Both worry and excessive time in bed can make it harder to actually sleep. It becomes frustrating, there's a cycle going on, and it's absolutely difficult to, to break. So cognitive restructuring begins to break the cycle and identifies the challenges and alters the thoughts and the beliefs with around sleep. Common thoughts and beliefs that can be addressed during the treatment include anxiety about past experience of insomnia, unrealistic expectations of sleep time and quality, worrying about daytime fatigue and the consequences if you miss your sleep or if you don't get enough sleep, which I get and I don't even have insomnia. So you can just imagine those individuals who have insomnia laying there and being like, if I don't get my eight hours, I'm going to be cranky. I'm not going to get my work done. And then it's an ongoing cycle and ongoing cycle. And this is where dbti can assist so number two is stimulus control many people with insomnia begin to dread the bedroom associated with wakefulness and frustration so as soon as they walk into the bedroom this frustration and this anxiety comes over them right because they've associated that room with not sleeping you know how like a lot of individuals associate the rooms with sleeping these individuals associate their room with not sleeping and having insomnia and anxiety right so the way the stimulus control works is is by attempts to change these associations reclaiming the bedroom as a restful place for sleep so during treatment their bedroom is only used for sleep and some individuals say sleep and sex but i would say just for sleep right depending what is happening and depending on the individual these people are saying sleep and sex but sex can be stimulating for some individuals depending on their association with it it can be used for it but depending right so clients are instructed to get out of bed when it's difficult to fall asleep instead of lying there the max they can lie there is 10 minutes which is extraordinary for a lot of individuals they go what can't lay there more than 10 minutes it usually takes me about two hours to fall asleep okay so that's number two stimulus control number three is sleep restriction and compression this is the hardest part about cbti right people with insomnia often spend too much time lying in bed sleep restriction actually limits the time spent in bed you might think well that goes totally against what we're supposed to be doing but if you're just laying there not sleeping you need to get out of the bed right so this technique is intended to increase the drive to sleep and can temporarily increase daytime fatigue it is not recommended for people with certain medical conditions right but sleep restriction begins by calculating the total number of time spent asleep on a typical night using a sleep diary time in bed is then adjusted to reflect the amount plus 30 minutes so if you only sleep five hours they only add half an hour onto it, so you're only in bed for five and a half hours it seems a bit crazy, but it works. So for example, if a person is trying to sleep eight hours a day, is only currently getting 
five hours, they start by adjusting the bed time to spend five and a half hours in bed. Once a person reaches a certain percentage of hitting this, they increase it to six hours and six and a half, then seven hours. This might take months and months and months, but it does absolute wonders. I guess your question now is, is, is CBTI effective? Let's have a look at what the studies say. When this technique are used together as multi-component CBTI, as many as 70 to 80% of patients with primary insomnia experience improvements. Benefits include less time to fall asleep, more time spent asleep, and waking up less during sleep. Results are often maintained over time. This is key also for sleep people with insomnia. They might get results for a little while, but is it maintained? The American College of Physicians recommend that all adults receive CBTI's first-line approach. In some patients, CBTI is more effective than medication. That is mind-blowing. Imagine if here in Australia, that was the first line of treatment. Everyone who has insomnia first does CBTI. What a beautiful, beautiful country it would be. Not that it isn't already, but I'm just saying for individuals who have insomnia because there's such such great results with it, absolutely great results of it with minimal interventions and with minimal side effects. Okay. Um, it has been absolutely proven to show effective in groups of particular who are high to experience insomnia, such as pregnant people, people with post-traumatic stress disorder, and people experiences insomnia after cancelled treatment, right? So this is, this is absolutely amazing. CBTI is considered effective with many types of insomnia, even showing potential benefits for people with short-term insomnia. This means that CBTI may be useful in treating insomnia symptoms, even for individuals who don't meet the criteria for chronic insomnia. This is absolutely amazing. While this treatment has demonstrated impressive effectiveness in treating insomnia, it doesn't always work. This is something I need to know. You need to find an individual that can help you with this, right? You need to find an individual who does CBTI and then link with them, connect with them so they're able to help you out. So let's go into three tips to help you sleep with your insomnia, right? Number one is clearly find a practitioner who operates in CBTI, connect with them, try CBTI, see if that is something that it's going to help you with. Number two is breathing exercises. Breathing exercises have been highly beneficial for insomnia. Check them out with a healthcare professional. And number three is progressive muscle relaxation. That is to do with med meditation. That's included with breathing. Try and find pra pra practitioners who are able to help you with this instead of doing this alone because it can be sensitive and you need to do it the right way. So there you have it. I gave you a rundown on a protocol for insomnia that is unspoken about and only about 7% of Aussies are actually using it who have insomnia. So imagine if that 7% goes up to about 90%. Oh my gosh, the, the insomnia would just be, wouldn't be around anymore, would be limited. And the benefits that you would get at work, the benefits that you would get in your personal life are just extraordinary. If you know someone who's suffering with insomnia, share this episode with them. They're going to be so thankful for you because you are helping them to achieve optimal health. And if you are the one who has insomnia, check it out. Let me know what your thoughts are. Comment below. So there you have it. Do what you do best. Love, like, share the Natural Health Podcast. And remember to join the Natural, the Natural Health Newsletter by clicking the link below. And every Friday in your inbox will be bonuses, specials to ensure that your health is on point. Remember, the missing link between failure and success is your health.
content and information provided here is opinion of Mahela Raguse and is for information purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. It is not intended to provide medical advice or take the place of medical advice or any current treatment you're undertaking. Consult your own medical professionals for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the Natural Health Podcast. It is advised that you consult your doctor or healthcare professional in relation to any health concerns you may be having. Mahela Raguse does not take responsibility for any health consequences which occur from a person listening, viewing or reading this content. And in the circumstances shall the Natural Podcast, Mahela Raguse, any guests or contributors to the Natural Podcast or any employees, associates or affiliates of Mahela Raguse be responsible for damages arising from the information provided on the Natural Podcast. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical conditions in either yourself or others. Please note, if you're taking prescription, do not stop your medication or start a new protocol, including but not limited to supplements, diet, lifestyle changes without consulting a doctor or healthcare professional. If you or any person has a medical concern, you should consult with your healthcare provider or seek other professional medical advice. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something that you have read or heard on the Natural Podcast or in any linked materials. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or emergency services immediately. Neither Mahela Raguse nor the publisher of this contact takes responsibility for the possible health consequences of any person or persons reading or listening or following the information in the educational content.